Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Ahoy. And so I said. Everybody. We were recording. All right. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Booze and Confused. I'm Carolyn. I'm confused. And I am deeply depressed. <laughs> I um, very selfishly wanted to not talk about Roe v. Wade today in today's episode because it's really just fucking depressing um and yeah that's that's it we're just not going to talk about it i was going to do an episode on it um but i thought maybe instead of that we could talk about the supreme court that just turned it over and more specifically a spouse of a sitting supreme court justice clarence thomas and his wife, Ginny Thomas. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, it's absolutely fucking wild. I'm excited to talk about it um, because I just can't, I can't listen to anything else about Roe v. Wade. So I uh, was going to talk about the Lambda AI sentience thing, but then we were getting uh, coffee as we do. And you give me like a little like sneak peek of this, uh, not gonna call it a club yeah it's wild like secret club yeah no it, it is a club it's fucking crazy so actually this episode took a lot of turns that i wasn't expecting i'm very excited for it uh but b- before we get into it a few show notes not show notes a few oh, show notes a that few, sounds so much um, better than housekeeping <laughs> a few items to talk about um the first is uh what is the first one um we're on you all your favorite social media. On We're all on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And um, if you want to reach out to us, you could always send us a DM like the fake podcast promoters do on Insta. Um, but if social media is not really your thing, you can send us an email at boostandconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, the next one is if you like the pod and you want to support us, the best way that you can do that is by leaving us a review and subscribing or following wherever you get your podcasts sending me five bucks in the mail (laughs) don't do that i don't you didn't hear that irs non-sequential singles please (laughs) non-sequential singles Um, no poop (laughs) no poop dollars here boss um and if you leave us a review and you take a screenshot and send it to us we will send you some boost and confused stickers in the mail for free wherever you are in the world that's our our promise our guarantee that's not a guarantee we try yeah we <laughs> if might it gets forget. lost we might forget no if it gets lost um or it doesn't make its way to you because we didn't stamp it properly for international travel we tried so we did it's probably just yeah. like at the bottom of the ocean yeah absolutely um and the last one is what are you drinking what are you drinking I- so excited about this i love this so much so last year during summer we drank a lot of the finished long drink which is like a gin 
drink. Is it a gin drink? I think it's gin. Yeah, gin with natural grapefruit and juniper berry flavors and carbonation. And it is delicious. It's very so carbonated. Light. Yeah. Very carbonated. Yeah, it's very, so refreshing for summer. Very finish. Very mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Very drink. Yeah, very drinky. Yeah. Um, but what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking an old fashioned. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was just straight whiskey. No, that's a lot of whiskey. If that's, <laughs> if that's gonna just say whiskey, I'm in for a rough <laughs> night. I got a a thing to finish building after this. There's like a little bit of ice cubes in there too, so I wasn't really sure. But uh, yeah, so this is an old fashioned. Uh huh. Um, but instead of using a simple syrup, I've used a local maple syrup. Oh, have you local maple syrup? And it's yeah. it, it hits different than the you know yeah. simple syrup. It's maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Kirkland small batch whiskey. Now, I've had the uh, Kirkland brand whiskey, and it, it tastes kind of like someone took a bottle of vodka and like just put some like food coloring in it, and I hated it. Uh, but this is actually quite nice. It's um, distilled by the uh, Barton Distillery, and I'd have I've never heard of them before. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Barton, seventeen ninety two. Um, I guess th- it's like a half half of their stuff and then half of something else. I don't know. It's solid, though. It's uh, 20 bucks for a liter of whiskey. Yeah. I mean, you really can't beat that. Yeah. So old-fashioned with maple syrup instead of simple syrup. And it's from Kirkland, uh, Costco. Costco. Uh, and it's, it's, it's solid. Costco it's has solid. really yet to let me down. Why, why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. Anyways. 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 All right. I think we should just get into it because I'm, I'm really jazzed about today's episode. Um, so Ginny Thomas has been in the news a lot recently. It probably, um, you've probably heard more about Ginny Thomas in the last like few weeks than you have uh, in your entire lifetime is my guess. Yeah. And for good reason. We'll get into the news a bit before we really get into the headlines. Let's talk about her like history her upbringing everything she did before um she became like clarence thomas's wife okay i just it makes a lot of sense when you read the backstory this is her villain origin story villain origin story (laughs) let's let's hear it so she grows up in nebraska she's a very conservative family and politics are part of her identity from a very young age like she's in like the republican club in high school kind of like this is who i am it's not a phase it is nebraska yeah exactly uh you could have stopped the origin (laughs) story at she's from nebraska and i'd have a pretty good sense of what she's no offense to anyone from nebraska except i guess except jenny thomas except jenny thomas i guess um so she was saying in high school like her ambition was to be elected to congress which like i feel like you could shoot higher but i don't know maybe that's just a different state of congress back then maybe it's my my age where i'm kind of like i'm not too old i'm not too young Mm -hmm. either i'm just really cynical about politicians and I don't really, really, I don't know if it's like believe is the word, but believe in any of them. Well, I think um, there was a meme that was sent to me today that made me cackle that I then sent to like all my friends. That was, um, I sent Nancy Pelosi $15 and then she (laughs) 
went to Panera and bought a you pick too. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then someone responded, honestly, that's the most relatable she's ever been. So, um, just for anyone who says we don't play to both sides, that's, <laughs> that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah. We just hate all politicians. So, um, all right. So, she ends up getting a bachelor's in political science and business communication, went on to get a Juris Doctor. I don't know what the hell that is. Is it some kind of like doctor of law? It's of law. Yes, it, it is of law. Yeah, what the hell is that? I don't, know. I don't know. I was trying to read it and I was like, this makes no fucking sense to me. So I didn't put too much into it because the other content was just way too juicy. One of my old classmates just got his jurist uh, law degree. So that's... Yeah, I don't really. I'll, that I'll have the, to look yeah, it up a little bit later. That was the first time I I heard that term, and just now was the second. So, yeah, carry on. Nebraska, want to be a Congress person? <laughs> okay, so between the bachelor's and her jurist doctor, she works as a political aide for Representative Hal Dobb, D A U B. I hope I'm saying that right. So he serves four terms as a representative in Congress for Nebraska, and as she's working as a congressional aide. She takes training with um, this self-awareness program called LifeSpring. And you probably, if you read into Ginny Thomas at all, you've probably heard of this. LifeSpring is a cult. (laughs) Or it was a cult because it went defunct in the 90s. Um, But it's been characterized as deceptive and indirect techniques of persuasion and control that coerced members into not leaving. (laughs) Sounds like a good cult. (laughs) That's definitely a cult. So there's like a three-level program with it. It's like basic training, advanced breakthrough, and then like a three-month leadership program. The leadership program is all about getting other people to enroll. (laughs) So it's basically Multi-level marketing like, hey, you can sell knives (laughs) or you can control (laughs) other (laughs) people to sell knives to all their neighbors and everyone already has these knives. Also, if you sell enough knives, you get this car. (laughs) I, I got real close to joining Cutco. Yeah, yeah so did the I. They almost got me. All those meat. It was such a long. I'm not even. I should do a Cutco episode. You know what? I will say. So back in the day, uh, my cousin asked me. She's really young. She asked me to be her special person at special person's day at school. Right. So I was supposed to like go to the school. I agreed to do it. And then I was like, I think just getting out of high school, maybe. Or I was like, I don't know maybe, I don't know. I was, I was stupid enough to agree to this, but I was like, you know what? I'm really sorry. I can't do it. I have a job interview that day. And then I ended up not going. And the fucking job interview was obviously for like Cutco or some shit. So I I missed special. Well, yeah, it was like, you were supposed to go. And what it is, is like you, I don't know, you and a fucking group of other stupid people. It's like a, it's like they're selling a timeshare. So there's a group of people. Yeah. And this guy's like, look at my rings. I I I make six figures a week. A week? <laughs> I make six figures a week. I'm Beth Jesus. <laughs> I have my own office right over here. So this really just keeps you up at night, doesn't it? What that thing? You missed special person's I did. day. I did. Do you question my cousin? If you're listening to this. And and you know it's about you. I'm sorry. You might not remember, but she I do. She doesn't listen to this. Oh, she might. Who she knows? doesn't listen Who to this. Who knows? She does have our sticker on her laptop. I, I know that. Oh, that's so. so fetch. 
Very cool. Anyway, so um, trainers in Life Spring would use English words in a way different from their usual meaning. Does that sound familiar to anybody? <laughs> Sounds like fetch. So commitment, for instance, is defined as the willingness to do whatever it takes. Uh, conclusion was defined as a belief. Uh, other words like responsibility or space, surrender, experience, trust, unreasonable, righteous, you know, openness, letting go were redefined or used so as to assign them a more specific meaning mm. so life spring ends up being sued by people who had gone through the trainings they claimed that they went through extreme psychological stress i read two stories one of a person who was asthmatic and allegedly they were told that the asthma was like just in their head so they died of an asthma attack and the other was apparently a person who could not drown or who could sorry who uh. could not swim and then drown during one of the trainings they didn't believe enough. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so that's Jenny terrible. Thomas, like okay. somehow comes to her senses, realizes it's a cult that's been pulling her away from like friends and family and everything. And so she tries to pull away from the group. At one point she hides in another part of the country to avoid the high pressure phone calls from other members trying to call her and get her to come back, which is insane. If I were committed to being out of a cult and I was getting phone calls from other cultists, I would answer every single phone call. I would answer every single one. Well, it seems like she can't really. I mean, you can kind of see by the kind of person she is now. It seems like she she can't really get out of that mindset. So distance is probably the best thing for her. I just want to go back. Well, okay. So she goes to counseling for this. She joins a cult awareness network, becomes a critic of controversial religious groups, organized like anti-cult workshops. Um, and then she fucking went and joined QAnon anyways. So that they're not really... a cult though. They see the real picture. Matt. Matt. This episode brought to you by. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And I will just say this. If you've somehow made it this far into listening to our pod in general or this episode and you think the election was stolen or, you know, Trump should still be in power or Ginny Thomas is right. Just stop fucking listening. Just if you listen to QAnon conspiracy, stop listening. You can. Li this you is not can, for you. you. You can listen. This is for everybody it's more it's it's more listens for us <laughs> no i don't one want one step lessons. closer mm -mm. to getting sponsored <laughs> no no one step closer this episode no. brought to you by think space <laughs> i don't know what that is <laughs> I, I think it's a thing i'm sure it is um anyway so 85 to 89 she's an attorney a labor relations specialist at the u.s chamber of commerce and she attends congressional hearings when she's representing the interests of the business community which includes arguing against passing the family and medical leave act of 1993 she was against that what a joy jenny thomas is yes she was against it because it's not in the best interest of business Obviously, America. That's if, pretty sick. Yeah. If you wanted to start off disliking her even more, in 1991, she argued against comparable worth legislation that would have mandated equal pay for men and women in jobs that were deemed to be comparable. 
So she was against that as well, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. So it's also in 91 that George H.W. Bush nominates Clarence Thomas, who's her husband at this point, to get married in like 1987 um, because Justice Thurgood Marshall retires. And Clarence Thomas at this point had only been a judge for like slightly more than a year at this point, if I read that correctly. Yeah, like a seasoned veteran. Yeah, of course. Someone who's ready for the Supreme Court. Absolutely. Uh, Does the name Anita Hill ring a bell to anybody? (laughs) We're talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm just opening it for uh, the executive producer or the cats. The cats are bathing in the sun. And the producer is asleep on the job, per usual. Yeah, always. This bottle of whiskey might recognize it, though, (laughs) that name. So, um, like all Supreme Court justices, there's hearings, right? So, Thomas's hearings get reopened after this private interview of Anita Hill by the FBI is leaked to the press, and she was called to publicly testify. And she claims that he had sexually harassed her while he was her supervisor at the Department of Education and the EEOC. Okay, so during the hearings, Anita Hill says that Thomas asked her out socially like a ton when she was his assistant for two years and she continuously denied them. And then, you know, he would use work situations to discuss sexual subjects, which is pretty gross. That's kind of skeezy. Yeah, it's super skeezy. So she said, quote, he spoke about such matters as women having sex with animals and films showing group sex or rape scenes and added that on several occasions, Thomas graphically described his own sexual prowess and the details of his anatomy. Details of his anatomy. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this? We're about to go full circle here. Just wait. Full circle. Okay. There's four female witnesses who are waiting to support Anita's credibility, and they were never called to testify. There was a private compromise deal between Republicans and the Senate Judiciary Committee chair, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Grandpa Joe. Uncle Joe, what do we call him these days? Come on, man. (laughs) Not good Um, on bikes, apparently. Not so good on bikes. You know who is these days? He put his leg down, and then he went the other way. You know. um, I thought that was my right. (laughs) So, anyways. um, I also want to point out, I'm jumping out uh, ahead a little bit here. So, this is 1991 that this is all happening. In 2010... Ginny Thomas calls Anita Hill personally and says that she needs to apologize to Clarence Thomas for what she did during his hearings. 2010. 2010. I feel like every day she was like sitting at the phone and mm. she like dial the number, call it and hang up right away. Yeah. Until finally she's like, you you need to say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it was not as cowardly as that because she seems like somebody who would complain about, you know, her steak or something my french fries weren't salted these aren't fresh yeah you need to say sorry yeah (laughs) pretty much uh so that's like the kind of people that we're working with here all right if that sets the scene the the scene the stage the scene the (laughs) scene so that's not the only thing that's questioned during his hearings um democrats had questioned if jenny thomas's job with the labor department would create conflicts of interest for her husband 
He ends up being confirmed 52 to 48. And she takes a job as a policy analyst for Republican, uh, or not Republican, Representative Dick Armey. (laughs) Stop it. What's his wife's name? I don't know. Dick Armey. (laughs) So he's a House Republican conference chairman. All right. Uh, We're going to fast forward a few years. Thank you. It's the year 2000. 2000. What big political moment happened in 2000 at the nationwide level? Ooh, I'm going to go with the Bush-Gore election. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. I assume you would have answered that correctly had we not had our spoiler conversation this morning. But yeah. I vividly remember in whatever grade I was in, we had to do a um, binder report mm. on the election and then say who we'd vote for. Um, did everyone have to come up with their own conclusions of who actually won based I, on evidence and how many votes they counted and didn't count? Was this the one with the Florida recount? Yes. I, I Again, I remember this. Again, like foggy, like preteen me memory, but... I don't remember talking about the recount. Yeah. So I I won't get into the details, but pretty much the Florida Supreme Court is like, hey, we should count all these undercounted votes. It goes to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court basically says, no, it would undermine democracy if we were to, you know, go through these recounts. And then all of the Republicans voted no. Um, There was no recount allowed. It was like a stay. I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself here. I it's fine. Anyway, so. Jenny Thomas is working for the Heritage Foundation at this point. It's among the most influential conservative public policy organizations in the entire country. It had a huge influence during Trump's transition and his like administration during the time that they were in power, including, say, in the staffing of the administration. So at least 66 foundation employees and alumni were given positions in Trump's administration. How many? 66. That number is cursed to me. Not because of the whole devil thing. But Execute yeah. order 66. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So she's working for, for the Heritage Foundation. She's collecting resumes for potential presidential appointments in George W. Bush's administration as the Supreme Court is deciding Bush v. Gore. Okay. She continued to work there through the Bush administration. Obviously, Clarence Thomas and four other Supreme Court justices said that the recounts cast uh or the recounts would cast a needless and unjustified cloud over Bush's legitimacy. They halted the recount with a 5 to 4 ruling in the Supreme Court, despite the fact that the Florida Supreme Court ordered the recount of all the undervotes. Wouldn't it be neat if we just added just one more judge yeah, it'd be cool. to the Supreme Court. Yeah. A lot one. of ties. Yeah. And the only way. <laughs> what sport is 5v5? Um, there's I could think of a few like basketball. Are they going to shoot hoops? Let's have a basketball <laughs> game. Let's <laughs> see all those old off. farts. <laughs> like the fanfare would be insane. Yeah. Can you imagine the passion behind the fans? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have like a blue side and a red side. Five yeah. v five. Yeah. I don't want to see a skins. <laughs> I don't want to see a skins in that basketball game. Yeah, no, me neither. Could you um, imagine? Yeah. Like 
when yeah. when she was living uh rgb yeah just going up for a dunk on the skins team yeah could you imagine that yeah rbg r.i.p also maybe should have retired earlier notorious it's, it's rgb it's, it's, it's yeah yeah anyway so you ever wonder what things would be like if gore had actually won like where we'd be as a society today we wouldn't have man bear pig as a problem <laughs> um and he invented the internet can i can only imagine what's al gore doing these days i don't know ted talks probably ted talks and voicing himself on south park i don't know he does not voice himself no, there's sure, no way i'm sure he doesn't excelsior <laughs> but maybe i think about al gore like too much I don't know. You think about Al Gore a lot. I probably do. It's fine. Um, all right. So we're going to get out of the Bush years. We're going to get into the Obama years. It's 2009. Jimmy Thomas just formed Liberty Central. Liberty Central. Liberty Central. Central, Central, Central. Central. <laughs> it's a nonprofit conservative political advocacy group. She's the president and the CEO. Um, they were aimed at opposing what she called the leftist tyranny of Obama and the Democrats in Congress. She lobbied, and even back then, people questioned if this was a conflict of interest for her husband, Clarence. And she uh, closed it down in 2012 in pursuit of a new endeavor, Liberty Consulting. They've huge name change, two years. Yeah. Liberty Central, no, nah, it's old stuff. Liberty consulting consulting consult us yeah. on how to be more uh -huh. full of liberty uh-huh so liberty consulting is a one woman's shop uh where jenny advised political donors how to direct funds in the post citizens united v fec landscape and she said clients could use her experience and connections to help with governmental affairs efforts and political donation strategies this sounds like you give me money, and I'll talk to my husband. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Isn't that fucking sick, though? Like, there's too much money in politics, and I feel like everybody can oh, agree with that. Sick. It's sickening. It's so gross. My husband, the inventor of toaster strudel, <laughs> <laughs> will not be happy to hear this. Oh, my God. Um, all right, so we're going to keep going. We're going to keep fast-forwarding. The worst election in our modern history is coming up. It's 2016. Spoiler alert. Um, so she endorses Ted Cruz in the primaries. Can I? I just I would argue the worst election was 2020. Um, I can argue that was the worst one. I, you know, I would say worst is kind of subjective in the sense that um, it led us to where we are right now. Was the Capitol attacked in 20 whatever year 2016? Um, can you? No, it wasn't. I think we just have, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They were both pretty shit. We we haven't had a quality candidate to be president in an alarming Remember when Mitt Romney was the bad guy? Oh my. Yeah, Mitt Romney, yeah. God. What the fuck? Sometimes I just think about our politics and I'm like, has everybody lost their goddamn minds? Yes, the answer is yes. Mitt Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Binders full of women. He he just meant that he had lots of options. Oh, God. All right. Anyways, this is where I get to depress myself again. Remember John McCain? God, you know, Remember of course John I do. McCain. Remember when John McCain stood up for Obama? Maybe like not in the best way, but like stood up for Obama. And that was like the, maybe one of the last um, 
pieces of evidence we had of like going across the aisle and being a decent person. Yeah, it it was like one of those like um oh. like town hall mm-hmm. talks and someone talks about Obama being I don't know some like extremist or yeah and he goes hold on he's he's a good man we just don't agree on everything yeah Yeah. we need we need more of that yeah I think we need a lot more of that great man John McCain yeah good man good man all right so Ginny Thomas endorses Ted Cruz in the primaries supports Trump after he wins the party's nomination like so many of them did and it's starting around this time and into the next few years that she's making these like nonsense posts on social media around things like George Soros conspiracies and criticizing gun control advocates like the survivors of the Stoneman Douglas High School in 2018 because that was a big bandwagon people jumped on for a while. Um, I will never understand adults that are like, you know what I should do? Harass a teenager that survived a school shooting. You know who else did that? Who? Uh, I think it was Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think there's a video of her doing it as he was like walking around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I remember that. If you're as strong as your weakest link and we have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and um, Bobert. Lauren Bobert, yes. In, in office, it's weakest links are, are horrible. Yeah. So it sounds like Bobert is getting uh, cawthorned anyways. And Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, asked for a pardon from Donald Trump. So we'll see um, how long. Bad move. Either of them are in power. If you're asking for a pardon for the whole January 6th oh, fiasco. Man. Yikes. Publicly. Yeah. You, you're you saying that you you helped. Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you? Um. So... Jenny Thomas starts um, or like joins a group called Groundswell. It's kind of unclear if anyone can tell me which is correct. Let me know. But uh, this group is called Groundswell. Um, she has support from fucking Steve Bannon of all people. You can see like how incestual all this shit gets. Um, but the group had been around since about 2013 to, uh, you know, serve to fight progressivism in the U.S. and the Republican Party. Yeah. So it unsurprisingly was super influential in the Trump administration. Um, it conducted efforts to rid the White House and other government agencies of, quote, deep state opponents of Trump. There's there's the word deep state. Yeah, That's there the it word. is. There it is. So they were huge in the attempt to overturn the 2020 election. Like we're we're getting there. I just want to provide the detail to show how fucking deep this shit goes. It's insane. It goes deep state. <laughs> Um, So once Trump is president, she's urging him to change his personnel in his administration, gave him a memo with the names of people that were recommended by this groundswell group. Okay, he appoints her as a member of the trust fund board of the Library of Congress in May of 2020, because that's how this shit works. Right. You know, everybody's got a job. Last point that we're going to be making here, and this is that group I was telling you about. She's part of the Council for National Policy Board. It's formed by right-wing conservative um, uh, Christians back in 1981. 
members in the present day were leaked back in September of 2020. It shows members, including prominent Republicans and conservatives, uh, wealthy entrepreneurs, uh, media proprietors um, with like anti-abortion and anti-Islamic extremists. And members are not allowed to reveal their membership. They're not even allowed to name the group to other people who are not members. They've been described as a little-known club of a few hundred of the most powerful conservatives in the country. Rules one and two, baby. Rules one and two. You don't talk about Fight Club? (laughs) You haven't even seen Fight Club. (laughs) No, I haven't. Um, They meet three times a year behind closed doors at undisclosed locations. Uh, Known members that might ring a bell for y'all are Steve Bannon, Kellyanne Conway, Charlie Kirk. Some of the other prominent members that were leaked in 2020 are like really big religious figures um, in, you know, different so like uh, nominations of like Christianity. Joel Osteen. I don't think. Well, you know, I don't know oh, if Joel Osteen is in it because you don't know who the fucking member list is. Joel Osteen. Yeah. What a, it's what a great man he is. Super bizarre. And also it's really. So I was reading more about this group. I don't have this part in the notes, so I'm, I'm hoping my memory is serving me correctly. But um, it is uh, really common for the Republican candidates to go to the small group of conservatives. Remember, it's like 300 people or something Mm -hmm. um, and talk to them to try to buy their approval for them to become the nominee. Hold on. This is ringing a bell. Um, There's a documentary called like The Family. Okay. On Netflix. Okay. And it's 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 what you're saying is hitting a lot of the same parallels as the family. I'll have to look it up. I don't know if I've ever watched it. I've just been on a Love Island UK kick because the new season came out. So. And you know it sucks. Like I want to watch it with you, but I'm always just so busy. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like hammering the hammering the wall in the garage. Yeah, of course. Really important things. But this whole family thing, you. I swear we've seen it. I mean, I've watched it at least. Oh, you know what? No, we did totally start yes. to watch it together. No, yeah, and I finished it. Yeah. Uh, it, it it is this like hyper, like new age Christianity, like the. It's non-denominational, I think, but I think there's like a pretty like evangelical vibe to it. Yeah, it's just all parts of Christianity, but it's like very Christianity focused. It's not like you have other religious figures in there. But, like, not, like, the good parts of Christianity. It's, like, the scary parts of Christianity. Oh, yeah, it's the people who believe that the entire country should be run based on the Bible. Did you know that uh, Obama didn't swear on the Bible? (laughs) God, stop it. When I got nominated, I swore on the Bible. Who are you? Who are you right now? Who is this? I had to swear on the Bible. Anyways, so... George W. Bush actually spoke to this group before I think he was even the nominee um, to try to get their approval. I don't think he knew any better. I don't know. I'm sure he was just like, okay. (laughs) Okay, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Stop. So Trump also speaks to this group. Um, But it's obvious at this point, like how connected people already are before they're in this group. Yeah. 
So it's the days after the 2020 election. Biden is declared the winner. And honestly, if you think otherwise, this isn't the fucking podcast for you and we're not for you. I'm sorry. Um, You know what? I don't even like Joe Biden. The whole like, let's go Brandon thing. Just say fuck Joe Biden like the rest of us do. Everyone's saying Nobody it. likes him. Everyone's saying it. God. Anyways. So the board of the council for national policy issues a call to action to their members to keep Trump in power despite him actually losing. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. Donald Trump lost the election. But but what about st- stop the count? Wait, hold on. Stop the count. Wait, no, no, no. Okay. No, we're winning. <laughs> stop counting. Oh, we're losing. Keep counting. Oh, my God. Anyway, so the call to action consists of instructing, uh, sorry, instructing members to pressure Republican lawmakers into challenging the election results and appointing alternate uh, states, slates of electors. You know, I, I almost feel bad for Republican politicians. Almost feel bad. There's this video of was it Ted Cruz and some other folks from Texas getting like chanted at by Republican voters over them being like cowards or whatever the hell they are now. But like the GOP created. Yeah. They created this insanity and now it's out of their powers. Like Donald Trump said something at a rally about getting vaccinated and then everybody fucking booed him. Like, he was trying to say stuff like, get the vaccine. It's safe. The vaccine is, like, my accomplishment. And they fucking booed him. His own people. And you'd think, he goes, I did this. (laughs) It wouldn't be here without me. I mean, that's pretty much what he did. It's crazy. Like, you don't have... I'm really scared for these these midterms to see who the fuck is coming up because, I mean, even just this fucking week, who was it? Mary Miller in Mary Illinois, Miller. who Donald Trump just had a, a rally with in like Quincy, Illinois or some shit. Um, she said that Roe v. Wade being overturned was a victory for white life. Oh, no, 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 no. That was a slip up. She No. That was a slip up. This is the same bitch. A Freudian slip is when you say it's one not thing, a slip but you he- mean your mother. <laughs> I mean another. (laughs) So she is also the politician that got a lot of uh, flack maybe last year because she said Hitler got one thing right. What did he get right? She was talking about how you have to win the hearts and minds of our youth. Otherwise, you lose the future. Which sounds like something someone in a fucking cult would say. I thought she was going to say that the trains were always on time. Oh, my God. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Like like the Metra. The more we drink and the further we get in this, the more tangents we go on. So I'm going to keep going here. So uh, getting back to uh, the challenging the election results, they want to have alternate slates of electors appointed. And Ginny sends emails to Arizona legislators days after the 2020 election, urging them to choose a clean slate of electors, which is fucking stupid. She sent this email to 29 fucking lawmakers. 29. Oh, my God. Not 30. Oh, she ran out. Couldn't do an even 30. (laughs) Could you, Ginny? (laughs) So they're not the only ones that she's talking to. So it turns out she's also been emailing John Eastman a ton, which may also have become a household name over the last few months. Uh, If it's familiar, it's because he's been in the news a lot. He was introed 
uh, to the Thomases as a clerk for Clarence, uh, went on to become a professor, attempted politics for a bit. He's the fucking idiot that told Pence that he could block the certification of Joe Biden as president, which Pence could not do. <laughs> uh, he did not have the constitutional authority to do that. But John Eastman was like, no, no, dude, it's cool. Do it. You could totally do it. And that's why Donald Trump kept saying, like, Mike Pence has he could do the right thing. And that was the right thing. It was not correct, though. I am I'm sitting on the edge of my seat waiting to hear the final results of this January 6th shenanigans. Oh, I know. Edge of my seat. Um. So he, John Eastman, gave a speech on January 6th before the attack, uh, but implored uh, Pence to delay certification of the election. So Jenny invites Eastman to speak at a gathering of frontliners, quote unquote, which she said was a group of grassroots state leaders and give an update about election litigation. It's like Kid Rock and Friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they're serving ribs. Um, oh, and un- I would I would go an unseasoned chicken. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <The> su- so- <laughs> no. Oh, you know, what's funny is that was actually a funny joke and not enough people listen to this <laughs> podcast to, to listen to that. Um, so naturally, she's doing all of this and it's documented on Facebook with a private Facebook group called Frontliners for Liberty. <laughs> So Jenny fucking Thomas is making private Facebook groups to like have an attempt at swaying the 2020 election. Uh, the group's banner said the enemy of America is the radical fascist left. I think I got an invite to that group. Yeah, maybe. So CNBC asked her about the group. The public parts were pretty immediately made private or deleted. And the emails are really important between them. Okay. She's also at this time texting Mark Meadows, who is Trump's former chief of staff, about overturning the election results. And she encouraged him to push claims of voter fraud um, and work to prevent the election from being certified. So a couple of the um, examples of texts that she sent. Help this great president stand for Mark. By the way, this great president, all capitalized. Not all caps, just this great president i hate when they do that so creepy help this great president stand firm mark you are the leader with him who is standing for america's constitutional governance at the precipice the majority knows biden and the left is attempting the greatest heist of our history heist and history are both also capitalized again hate when they do that so is left um another one i can't see americans swallowing the obvious fraud just going with one more thing with no freaking consequences thanks for censoring yourself jenny um the whole coup and now this we just caved to the people wanting biden to be anointed many of us can't continue the gop charade anointed yeah isn't that anointed. so yeah that's an interesting choice of words anointed. for somebody who's been at a fucking cult jenny thomas Anyway, so Jenny Thomas has some pretty fucking damning messages documented, obviously. Like, it's not like you, it's not like a snap where you just send it and it disappears. Maybe that's what she should have done. Doesn't disappear. It doesn't disappear, but she probably thinks it does. So earlier this year, we're getting into very modern times. The Supreme Court heard a case from Donald Trump that uh, was his attempt to stop documents from being overturned to the January 6th committee. 
These documents included the messages from Ginny Thomas, and the vote was eight to one in the Supreme Court. Who do you think was the sole one no vote? Gotta go with her husband. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a great one. Clarence Thomas voted no. And why the fuck did Clarence Thomas not recuse himself in a case that clearly had conflict of interest because it was about his own fucking wife? Well, because then it would have been an even number of people voting on it. And then it could be 4v4. And we all know that 4v4 basketball is pretty boring. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I'm also shocked. There was a, a survey that was done or a poll that was done of how many people think Clarence Thomas should have recused himself from this case specifically. And like only 28% of Republicans said yes, which is insane to me. Do you think they knew what recused meant? (laughs) I'm maybe, maybe who knows? It's a tough word. It is a tough word because it sounds kind of like accused (laughs) refuse. Did you, did you accuse yourself twice? Okay, but here's the thing also, like, I don't think, I think a lot of us think that, like, the, um, you know, or at least the the meme image of uh, a typical Trump supporter was, like, somebody, like, like deep south, redneck, like, drives it's a truck with nuts on the bottom. And, like, that's, <laughs> it's that's not actually the case. It's definitely not the case. That's definitely not the case. So it's just wild to me that people who have the ability to do their own research and, like, genuine research, not just, like, looking at fucking Facebook memes um, and can fact check things in real time, like, don't actually do that. It's wild to me. You have the entire internet to find multiple sources of information, not just, you know, your neighbor who sends you a chain text because that's the new thing, not chain emails. Or maybe that's still a thing for the older generation. I'm not sure. Yeah. Can't probably. confirm it's yeah. a thing. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, the, you know, admittedly, I have not watched any of the January 6th hearings because nope, can't it's do it. too fucking depressing for me. I think I have PTSD from the day uh, and I've just been like silently suppressing that and then randomly bringing it up in therapy. <laughs> So, um, Ginny Thomas is now going to testify to the January 6th committee and I will probably watch that one. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch that one. That would be like, you know, it's like a popcorn out, lounge out Uh on on the couch. Put the big screen in the back. Well, I mean, it's usually, uh, I don't know what time it'll be. We'll have to see, but. Wait for it to get dark. Yeah. Call your friends over. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's all that I really had today. And I have a ton of sources. If this thing is interesting to you, you can read up on a lot of it. Um, as Matt and I were taking our walk this morning and I was kind of like, I don't know, giving spoilers about this. I was like, I wonder if like all of these little intricate, like very creepy little political groups are something that's also very common with the democratic side. So, Uh, I'm going to do some research on that because this is the first time I'm really hearing about a lot of this uh, and let you all know. I need to assume that the answer is yes. Yeah. But I don't know if they have like fucking the equivalent of like Kellyanne Conway. The dancing clown. (laughs) God. Uh, Anyways, this pod is entirely too long for today. I need to finish my drink. I'm going to go garden outside. And um, I don't know. I, I think that's it for me today. If it's it for you, that's it for me. 
Well, thanks so much for joining us today. If you made it this far, really props to you. Um, This is 47 minutes of God knows what. So uh, thanks so much for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed it because I know I did. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Goodbye. Okay. Bye. (laughs) 